Mishnah Zion. Nitai Harabeli, Aimer Nitai Harabeli said, Harchek Mishach Ra, distance yourself from a bad neighbor. Ba'al Tischaber Rasha, and don't get close to a wicked person. Ba'al Tischaeish Minaparanius, do not give up hope that punishments can get to you. So let's start with the first statement. Harchek Mishach Ra, distance yourself from a bad neighbor. The Kajnitz Magid, the Avadis Yisrael points out, based on the Gemara and Brachas Davches, that Anyone who has a basic nessus in his city and doesn't go to it is called a shachin ra. Meaning, if there are communal activities, and we all know that davening in a shul together with a good atmosphere increases the level of your davening. So anyone who doesn't participate in communal activities and doesn't add to that atmosphere is called a shachin ra, is called a bad neighbor. This Vasemis says, is talking about the shachin ra shebegufoy. The bad neighbor inside your heart, the Sahara. You have to stay very, very far away from the Sahara. You have to build fences around Averis to not in any way let him in and be close. Don't come close to Russia. The Balatanya points out that there's a bit of a dichotomy that we have to feel, right? We have to, on the one hand, we have to hate the bad deeds of the Russia, but we also have to love the Russia. He talks about the Toy Vagonas, the deeply hidden spark inside him. The truth is, this was the teaching of Burya. Burya and Brachas Yud tells us that we don't pray for the death of Risham. It says, doesn't say, it says, let the sin go away. When you see someone who's a sinner, your prayer should be that he should no longer be a sinner, right? You should always have love for the human element inside him. There's no prayer at all for anything bad to happen to another human being. We just want that person to be better. The truth is, this dichotomy is really something only a human can have. The Medrash tells us that when the Egyptians were drowning in the sea, right? the Malachi Asharis wanted to sing Shira. And Hashem said, Are my, my creatures are drowning and you want to sing Shira? But the question is that Klai Yisrael does sing Shira immediately after. So the Malachim cannot sing Shira, but we can. And I heard a vart from my French Molesser, a beautiful vart, that Malachim have a din vraglem regli yeshara. A Malach can only be focused on one thing at the same time. He doesn't have the complexity, right? We know when the Malachim come to Sedaim, there are three Malachim to perform three tasks, right? When they come to Avram and subsequently Sedaim, Malach can only be focused on one task at a time, one emotion at a time. So there's no way to sing Shira and keep in mind, but it comes to humans, right? We have a complex emotional makeup. These structures can both comprehend at the same time the Shira for HaKadosh Baruch Hu and So when we're faced with a Russia, right, we can be we can detest his evil deeds, but still have mercy and compassion for the human behind him. Again, the way the Rishonim explained this is don't think that Hashem can't get you. As well as things are going, you can always be punished. But the way the Achreinim say it is the opposite, that if God forbid you find yourself in a matzav of Paranias, where things are not going the right way, the Chassam Seifer says, don't give up hope. Rabbi Nachman teaches, or Nachman of Breslev, always says, right? There's no such thing as giving up hope. No matter how bad things are going, you always have to focus on, on the positive. Famous quote from Winston Churchill, never, ever, ever give up hope, sitting in Rabbi Feiner's office, right when you walk in. 
Chazan Ish says, Ein etzav bailam. There's no sadness in the world. If you really understand that Hashem is pulling the strings and everything is done for the good, you can always find the ray of sunshine in the clouds. In truth, the Gemara gives us a recipe. If you find yourself coming upon bad times, the first thing you should do is if you see bad things are happening to you, check in your actions. See if perhaps there's something bad that you're doing or not proper that correlates to the punishment you're facing. And if you don't find it there, the Gemara says, you should assume that it's about because this is something that you could always increase in, in intensity. There's an infinite amount of intensity to bring them, to bring to learning Torah. If you find that your actions are not wanting in any way, perhaps it's your Torah. And if not, the Gemara says, accept them. They are Yusurim Shalava. They are punishments of love. What does that mean? Punishments of love. It means that Hashem is just purifying you through any mini sin that you did because you, Hashem wants you to be fully refined for Ilam Haba. They have a famous Gemara. The Gemara says, Those who are aggrieved and don't grieve back, right? They hear people speak pejoratively about them and they do not return. They serve Hashem out of love. And they are happy with Yisurim, with punishments. On them it says, The lovers of Hashem have the strength of the sun. So my question is, what does this mean? What is this comparison to the sun and specifically to these of Nalavim Ve'en and Ovin? So we'll give you two principles of physics. Principle number one is the way gravity works, right? The way gravity works is there's a gravitational pull between all two objects, in the world, but it's a function of proximity and size, right? So the reason everything goes down in gravity is because the biggest object we are in, we encounter is the earth. And there, everything is pulled down to the earth. When you're further away from earth in this space, the gravitational pull works differently. There's another principle of physics of every action produces an equal and opposite reaction. So now let's look at the memory of the Gemara. And that love in vain and all of them, those who are aggrieved and don't aggrieve back. Meaning, typically, you should have a principle, if someone's nasty to you, you're nasty back, right? But what about someone who doesn't say that? It's not going to be, I'm not nasty to you. So how is he acting? He's going against this principle of every action produces an equal and opposite reaction, right? So think about it in, in our solar system. If the gravitational pull is a function of size and proximity, why does everything orbit around the sun? Because the sun is the largest in the solar system, right? Everything else, every planet and star is moving because of their relationship to the sun. But the sun doesn't move in relationship to anybody else. The sun, it's heliocentric, this solar system, right? The sun is what it is. So when you say, you hit me, but I'm not going to hit you. What I do has nothing to do with you. I am my own person. I make my own decisions. You're nasty to me. I will not be nasty to you back. You're exactly acting like the sun. And similarly with Avas Hashem, right? Some people say, as long as the going is good, I'll serve Hashem. But if Hashem gives a little challenge to a person and the person reacts back and says, okay, I love you, Hashem, regardless of how you treat me. Regardless of how you treat me, I will treat you with love. If a person realizes that he is in charge of his reaction, regardless of how he is treated, it's not connected at all to how anyone's behaving. That is the sun. That is the heliocentric version of the solar system. 
That is like the sun.